Hi, my name is Willows. My name is Tyler. And uh, welcome to Alcohol Beyond This Point. It uh, is a podcast. The, uh, the ancient Persians used to deliberate on matters when they were uh, drunk, and, and then they would revisit the uh, issues when they were sober. Uh, they would try to come to the same conclusion both ways, and that's what we do here on this podcast. Um, so, welcome. We are two young business guys uh, with extremely opinionated views, <laughs> and it gets even worse... The more we drink. So, sure. if you want to hold us to our opinions, don't go fuck yourself <laughs> or drink. Um, so, welcome. I have no idea what episode this is. I think it's 13? 14? 14, I want to say. 14? I have no idea. Um, I think it's 14. So, we haven't recorded in a while. Do you want me to tell you? Do you want to tell them why that is, Tyler? I've been working a it's lot. It's your fault. I've been working a lot. You've been working a lot, I've so that's good, though. But it's been, like, I think a month since our last podcast, so welcome. Yep. Started a business, got a good contract, and was hustling long days, a lot of days, long hours, and then took a week of vacation for no fucking reason, and here we are. And here we are. So it is uh, mid-June, actually late June almost, late June, June 23rd. Today? <laughs> I going to say 2016. Like, I got it. No. Oh. <laughs> June 23rd oh. of 2020. Yep. Um, COVID's still a, still a thing. Yeah, we're um, phase three. We're on phase three of reopening. But America um, is phase one. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, yeah still at, we're still at seven deaths in Manitoba on a million population. What are, we're, we're like five, six We cases. just jumped into the... Okay, so full disclosure, we are intoxicated. <laughs> yeah, we we started this three hours ago. We started drinking. We were down the pub, and then we came back here and drank some stuff. No, why? We drank before that. Anyway, um, so what are we drinking today, we're Tyler? Product testing. What is this? Raspberry wine. Buddy. Shrugging Doctor Raspberry Here, wine. Yours truly. This is also Shrugging Doctor Cranberry wine. Ooh. I have in my hands. Uh, we got and. a couple Corona little beers. And, and we also have a beaker. A beaker of, of no, I don't know when this is going to come out as an act. Okay, so we um, shrugging doctor today has ventured into our first official spirit. Um, this is a vodka that has been distilled, um, fermented and distilled on premises here. This isn't like a mix. This isn't neutral grain spirit. This is this is an actual distilled in this building. Uh, vodka. But it is. Yeah, so this is a legitimate vodka. Yep. We're making it mostly for, um, we're doing cocktails in my bar. Yep. So um, that's why I made it. So and we're, maybe, maybe some other stuff in the future. In maybe, cans. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe some so, stuff that college chicks like. What I'm going to do is pour a couple glasses of this raspberry wine. Ooh, are we making a cocktail? No. Well, we could. We can, can. Can we? we right could. Yeah, we can. No, no, we're going to have to. We, it's shot day. Shot time. Remember? Damn it. Damn it. What's the... We still haven't come up with a name for this part of the podcast, but at this part of the podcast, uh, we take a shot, and it's the shot Is that... that really necessary today? Yeah. It's the, it's the shot that you, the audience, ah! picks for us to take, and because we have very, very few viewers, um, and no one has picked a shot for us to take... We we're gonna, will continue to make poor choices. We're going to continue to pick these shots that we don't like. So we are taking... It's better a, than Grappa. This ha yeah, last podcast was a fucking terrible shot. But, um, cheers. Cheers. 
<laughs> That's actually pretty smooth. You don't have to just say that because it's mine. No, I just inhaled it. <clears throat> anyway, well, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast where you've been drinking for hours. So, and yeah, continue. We're not happy. <laughs> Why aren't we happy, Tyler? Because the world is on fire. The world is on fire. Okay, that, so, I, that I'm happy about, to be fair. Okay, so between... If you're listening to this from Future Land, uh, between last podcast and now, we have had uh, the unfortunate um, gang murder of George Floyd by the largest gang in the United States, the uh, <laughs> police department. Absolutely. And um, and uh, we've had some protests. We've had some some big protests. Yep. We even had one in Winnipeg here with uh, two twenty thousand people showed up, eighteen thousand something like that. And we ain't even we don't. We, like, uh, we got a little bit of a problem here, but... But not even, no problem. Just... Uh, nothing broken. Just in empathy. Uh, cops didn't show up. Like, we didn't have any problems. Um, and that was more than two weeks ago, and we haven't really seen a COVID spike. A little bit. Uh, but I don't know what we went over. Yeah. It's like four truckers that have got COVID since. <clears throat> We've been doing pretty good. So, that's the context, is the world is burning down because of uh, Black Lives Matter and all that, but... Um, and how do we feel about the world burning down? Um, I, I, I take a really Heath Ledger Joker approach to the, to the, to the universe burning down. I think it's probably... Some men want to win, some men want to lose. <laughs> some, some just want to watch the world, world burn. And we're those guys. We're those guys. Uh, no. And in, in... It's pretty alarming to some people. Um, <clears throat> you know who you are. But, as I stated to a simp earlier this week, um... You know, there's three options when you cast your ballot. There's the one side, there's the other side, and then there's the neither side. And you destroy your ballot and you cast it as in protest of, I don't believe in either. Which is what I did that this is, election for, for the record. That is democracy. Yeah. You do not have to choose one, two, or three. You can choose none of the above. And we're lucky in Canada to have four, five, six as options as well. Not just one and two. But in the United States, where this is most of a problem, they have one and two. Yeah, it's... People are not binary. No, no. The most... (laughs) The most insane stance I've seen is, like, someone that tried to literally put me in the corners like are you this do you believe in this do you believe do you support the acts of antifa are, are, you... Are, you, are you antifa or are you a patriot yeah what degree of fascism do you support and i'm like oh my god you're actually stupid like <laughs> okay so we'll score your iq at under 42 and let's well, let's it's, start it's, from there. it's it's all the people that think um, they understand. No, no, it's all the people that think it's us or them. That's right. the mentality, right, right. right? Yeah. Where at the end of the day, um, I, I always preach, I think I've said it on this podcast a lot, Like the ho- it's called horseshoe theory of politics. Yes. Horseshoe theory is that the farthest right and the farthest left actually come back together. Yeah. Because ho- in like a horseshoe, I'll point at the camera, horseshoe, if you're watching on YouTube. Um I spilled a little wine on my foot as well. But uh, you'll come back around, right? Yeah. So, at the, like, I, there's a lot the far right and the far left can agree with. Absolutely. 
it's a lot of personal freedom. Well, basically, it's don't hurt people, right? Like, yeah. So stick to your own shit, whatever the fuck it is. Because also with like with politics, when you're talking about it in an actual complex matter, you have to look at the co- the quadrants. I'm sure you see memes before, yeah. like where you are in the quadrant, because it's not just right left, right? Yeah. There's, I think it's it's right left and then authoritarian, libertarian. Mm. I don't. I don't think it's libertarian at the bottom. Is it? Or maybe it's libertarian. Like, yeah, no, I think it's lib. Uh, lib- yeah, I think so. We don't even know the quadrants. Whatever. Sorry. I could say it if I was sober, but there's, uh, <laughs> you know, you're you're in a quadrant, right? Just Google yeah. politic quadrants, because a lot of people, like, even Trump, is pretty far left if you actually think about it he still supports social security he still supports you know welfare like all this shit like you're still like fascism (laughs) like i i always quote i forget what movie it's from but he's like if you can buy a big mac you're not oppressed (laughs) like this isn't fascism right yeah um and unrelated, the same people that call Trump a Nazi also say that we should give the government more power. Like. <laughs> Confused. You know, whatever. But, um. Long story short, the universe is not full of factions, it's full of people. Well, and I posted this the other day. It was like a square, so the top was like the. It was divided into the richest, so like the top was the richest, the, and then it like went down to like poor people or whatever. And it's like, here's the enemy that you think is the enemy, the rich. And it was like, what your actual enemy is, the corrupt rich. Yes. Right? It's like the rich that want to use their money to control you. Because people Which like, is a pretty small fraction. Well, yeah, which is a pretty... But I think both the right and the left and libertarians and communists, I think, can agree that these corrupt rich people shouldn't be... In power. In power and... And being able to, you know, control people. Because anybody that, like, mo- sorry, anybody, most people that are rich, first emotion is guilt. Sure. You feel guilty for how successful you are, how much power you have, how much money you have, because you feel like you don't deserve it. Someone on the left would not think that, I think. Someone on the left that's rich? Oprah Winfrey. Barack think, Obama. You don't think they feel guilty? No, no, no I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying. I'm yeah. trying to think of left people that are rich. Yeah, no, the, a lot of actors. Yeah, right. But in most cases, actors themselves become depressed because their yeah. money becomes meaningless, their wealth yeah. becomes meaningless yeah. because they earned it through means that were too natural to them. There's a J. Cole quote. I hope you know that money won't erase the pain. Yeah. Like he's talking about these young kids getting rich, and it's yeah, like... Yeah, or Jim Carrey is saying, I wish everybody could become rich just to understand how... Meaningless it is? How meaningless it is. There's so, a... I think that's super key to understanding the fact that rich is not the problem. Yeah, I agree. It's fucking horrible people, and there's horrible people... You don't have to be rich in America to be horrible and buy a gun and master, massacre a school. You True. do yeah. not have to be rich to cause terror and horror to the people. Yeah. You can be rich and do it and get away with it. Or you can be poor and do it and not get away with it. Yeah. But 
it, it really I, doesn't matter. I, and I don't want to get into arguing about um, whether rich people, you know, like Jeff Bezos, maybe like, you know, pe- people on the left would say, oh, he fucks his employees and their own welfare and whatever, blah, blah, food stamps, whatever. But then people on the right go, whoa, he's providing millions of jobs and blah, 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 blah. I don't want to get into that debate because I think we're both probably on the same side of that debate. We can't debate each other on these things. Think what you will about that, whatever. But I think what we both, all sides of the aisles can agree with is that, well, maybe they can't. Maybe this is woke, but George Carlin said, um, this country has been bought and paid for a long time ago. Yeah. And it's all a big club and you're not a member. (laughs) Like, I'm paraphrasing, but like that's basically what he said is like, you know, you're not part of the fucking club. And... No matter, I said like George George Carlin's a big inspiration of mine. Saved my life, I would say, when I was younger, and going through some shit. And he said something like, uh, you know, the the shit they shuffle around every four years doesn't mean a fucking thing. Yeah, like this country has been bought and paid for. Yeah, and if you think any different, like I don't know, like, it's optics. You have five or six, uh, what do they call it, like wedge issues to keep people debating. What what do they call it? Is it wedge? No. <laughs> no, I don't know. Anyways, but it's like... It doesn't sound right. There's those five or six things they argue about. Like abortion and... Same-sex marriage. Same-sex marriage and welfare, stuff like that. Taxation. That, that keeps all of you all arguing each other. Thinking the valid arguments. And the other 90% of the ops happen in the background without any yeah. news. I'll, I'll just make this podcast a George Carlin quote. But he said... Um, what was it? I lost it. But okay, the other thing I was going to say, I'll, I'll get it back. Uh, the other thing I was going to say is there's a picture of like a, like a Black Lives Matter activist yeah. and like a Confederate flag wearing guy. And they both have like assault rifles and they're walking in to fight police and they're fist bumping and they say, I got you, brother. And they both say that. Yeah. And, that's, and then the caption is the government's worst nightmare. Is yeah. everybody being like, wait, yeah, we're all just pawns that are moving around, but if we all step off the board, the board fucking flies off. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. that's the worst fear. If you piss off the conservative white people... Oh, I found, hold on, I'm going to cut you off because I remembered it. The George Carlin quote was, um, the rich, or like what, the middle, the rich are there to inspire the middle class to work harder... And the poor are there just to scare the shit out of the middle class. To keep them showing up to those jobs. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ain't that the truth. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've... I think we probably talked about this at earlier episodes. Like, I was getting involved in politics. And I was, like, actually involved with a party. I won't get into that because I'm... It's been Google, Willows, Christopher, politics. You'll probably find... You'll find the articles. Something. CBC did an expose on me. Fucking Global did an expose. Like you'll find an article. Um, but since then, I I really honestly, and maybe I still believe this a, a little bit, but like I think I could make a change. I honestly think I'm real enough, and I don't give a shit enough. I'll I'll go back to nothing. Yeah. Were these people gonna fucking blackmail me? So let's talk about like, the. The controversy between um, I'll change things from the inside versus let's burn the shit down. Yeah. 
and let's burn the shit down might make some of you you know the low IQ percentage think that this is white supremacy don't fuck with people like so burn this down means I choose neither I don't agree with either I'm not supporting either I'm gonna sit around and wait for something better to come along and protest everything that's happening so So are you fixed things from the inside am I right would you could you so, I guess what you're asking is, do, do I believe the system is so corrupt that I, even if I got inside, I couldn't change it because it's so fucked from the bottom? Or it just has so much momentum that you can't change it in the short period of time you could be there. Because I could only be in office for four years. Or eight. Or eight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. Because... I do believe that not everybody that gets into politics is a fucking lizard person, sketchy, mean, no, hates ab- humanity. Absolutely not. Yeah. Be- no, nobody is out there to hurt people. Everybody's out there to serve some purpose. Most people. Which they believe is right. Yeah. Like, even Hitler thought he was a pretty good guy. So that was like, in the back of my head, yeah. that's a quote from, I don't know who that always kind of drives my decisions in politics. Like, even Hitler thought he was a pretty good guy. We could have have a conspiracy theory episode. Right after the MLM? Sure. There's a, uh, there's a book. This is why we don't do this fucking intoxicated, because I can't. There's a book, I forget what it's called, I've read it. It's by, like, a maid of Hitler's. Okay. And it's, like, overheard conversations in, like, his house. Yeah. Um, And apparently one thing he said, and this is, like, what the white... uh, uh, This is what, like, what Holocaust deniers um, grab onto is, like, this set of quotes that I'm about to say. And for the record, I believe the Holocaust happened. For the record? (laughs) I'm just quoting, so don't take this out of context. It's pretty hard to reject. Don't clip this, but... um, he said basically, like, he was, like, apparently distraught and, like, talking to somebody he trusted. I forget who it was. But he was, like, talking to somebody. He's, like, I don't, I know they're going to label me a monster. I know they're going to fucking say I'm, I'm this. I know they're not going to get it. But I need to stop what's happening. Because he thought this, like, and he thought of, like, this Jewish cabal, the Rothschild Illuminati was taking over the world and he said I don't care what they think I need to stop this yeah and when you dive into like other Illuminati you know conspiracies could have been at least to some degree he was onto something you know you never know took it too far had too much influence I am not endorsing anything absolutely not but that's just to say... But I could, well, I could see how a mentally ill man could believe that's what to do. You know what I mean? Right. You take one thing and you extrapolate and you say everything that is like this thing is evil. Yeah. Well, because Jacob Roth... And I don't... Like, Jacob Rothschild and the whole... I've done reports on the Illuminati, like, in school and stuff. I believe there is, like, a global cabal that's fucking with us. Yeah. Um... I, and I know they're Jewish, in quotations, if you're watching the video. 
they're not, they don't believe in anything, these people. Yeah, whatever they started off as is not what they are. Is not what they are. And, but, so, there was this, yeah, there, and uh, this is a quote that, like, Holocaust deniers hold on to, is that he was like, I don't care what, because the whole Napoleon said, like, history is written by the victor. Yes. Or his, history is, uh, is the set of facts that we all agree on, or something like that. Yeah. Like, not, it's not what happened, it's what we all agree happened. For the sake of the victor. For what, yeah, because well, everyone else is dead, right? Yeah. So... Um, there was a, yeah, it's a whole thing that Hitler was like, yeah, I'm gonna, whatever. Um, I don't know where my point was. No, I just sound like I'm anti-Semitic. Because <laughs> that was, that was my main point, but it wasn't. Um. <laughs> Finish that up for you. Um. People don't think they're evil. Yeah, pe- okay, that's what it was, yeah. People don't think they're evil. And I don't think a lot of politicians um, get into politics because, like, I think they probably do want to change things for the better. Yes, and that's why people like me... Oh, and, like, you, were, and you were asking, do you think can, I could change things from the, from the inside? Because everybody in that room is like, I know better... Things. I'm a little I, I better. Don't know. I, I don't can, know. I can fix things. I'm new. I don't I'm know fresh. if I could. I don't. I to be honest, I don't know if I could. Okay, let me. What did public opinion do? And public sentiment and protests and active violence do against, let's say, fifteen years of legislation. Well, like seven days so here's, of the public being pissed did way more than 15 years of progressive legislators. Period. More than 15 years. 50. Fucking 50 years of legislators could not get done. What seven days of protests is good. A couple weeks ago when these George Floyd protests were starting, I posted on my Facebook, and I tried to stay pretty... nonpartisan on my my personal Facebook just because I'm a business owner. Like, I... You know, I'll say my stuff on this podcast, but like I don't don't pigeonhole yourself. Yeah, but I posted no opinions, just facts. I posted that when Martin Luther King Jr. was shot, there were eight days of violent protests in which a hundred million dollars of property damage occurred, and on the or seven days or whatever, and on the eighth day, uh, the Civil Rights Act of 1968 was signed. That's all I posted. Those facts. Somebody fucking quoted that status and, and like, inboxed me on Facebook and said, Hey, man, you probably shouldn't get political on Facebook because I'm going to tell my friends not to fucking buy your shit at your business. Like, and so I, I, I didn't, because I didn't want to out them or anything. Like, I didn't want to be public with that. I then followed up that post. And I said, hey, somebody just inboxed me. I shouldn't get political on my Facebook if I want to keep... Whatever. In response to my last status. For the record, that status was not political. All I did was give facts. Yeah. All that happened. I didn't say that was a good thing. I didn't say it was a bad thing. You interpreted it away. All I said was, someone got killed. There were protests. It caused this much damage. And then an act was passed. 
That's all I said. Facts. Which is all facts. Timeline, facts. And then I said, period, line break. If you want a political opinion, this is it. Don't buy my wine if you're racist. Period. That's it. Which is pretty inoffensive. You'd think. You'd think. But some people I know, when you say, don't buy my shit if you're racist, they're like, what does that mean? Well, all lives matter, obviously. If, If you have to ask, right? If you have to argue that Black Lives Matter is disproportionate... Well, the... I don't give a... Okay, disregard everything. The, the, the thing that I saw that I love to repost is that your neighbor's house is on fire. Yes. Fire, firemen show up. They start putting out the fire. You jump in front of the hose and you say, no, 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 no. All houses matter. And they go, well, okay, yeah, I know. This house is on fire. You're like, no, no, no. no. My house matters, buddy. If my house was on fire, you would put that out. And they go, yes, I'm aware. I agree with you. Your house does matter. Can you move so we can put out this fire, please? And you go, no, 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 no. Can you spray my house, please? And then by the time Buddy that owns the house on fire is to show up to argue with you that his house matters more, well, no, he's already dead the because prob- the fire burned his house down. No, and the problem is they don't even get a chance to debate. No. Right? No. So, I am a white man, obviously. In, so are you. In, like, rural, prov- provincial Manitoba. In Canada. Yeah. We are the top of the chain. Don't get fucked with. Well, I'm pretty... I'm pretty, like... I don't want to say right, because I'm not... A, I don't identify with the conservatives at all. No. But, like, I'm pretty, you know, libertarian with my thoughts. I do think there are systematic racism. I think the RCMP, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, is based on racism and it cannot be changed from the inside because it's based on um, basically shooting natives when they come off reserves is yeah. what the RCMP was founded as. Yeah. And just, just like the American police was founded as slave patrol. Yeah. I think there is systematic racism. Yeah. I think there's generational racism. Yeah. And I think, like, generational trauma from racism. Um, and I think that... That's an actual problem. Yeah. Now, I have different opinions on like what people can do for that. Like they're not. I don't think people are helpless. But for instance, my one of my employees, my my head of promotions is is a native, um, indigenous Canadian man, and he does samplings in government liquor stores all the time. He tells me when he walks in, he gets fucking watched by security guards. Even though he's there to work. In, until he, like, sets up, and then they're like, oh, sorry. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? He's like, profiled. He's profiled. And for context, his father controls probably one of the fifth largest financial funds in this entire province. Yeah. He's like, got a name that's literally plastered all over the city. His yeah. name is on this city. And he's still profiled because and of his skin color. He does better work than me. Yeah. But he grows his hair long on purpose, like which, tradi- traditionally. Which is absolutely fucking valid. I mean, I wish yeah. I could. And he's a... He's no, a, I don't wish I could. I probably could <laughs> if I wanted to, he's but a, I don't. And he's just a big native guy. Yeah. And... He's a giant. He, yeah. He's like 6'5 and heavier than me. Sorry if you're listening to this, buddy. I love you. 
Um, but he gets profiled. Yeah. And if this was 200 years ago, he'd be chief. And he'd get... <laughs> and No, he would be... He would be chief. And he'd get absolute respect. And now, because there's all these stupid fucking white people... But man, like, I... I'm able to do whatever I want, essentially. Yeah. And... That doesn't make you happier, though. No, I'm not saying it does, but I'm ah. just saying, like, there, there is a problem. Right? Like, I, I think there's, there's been many a time where, if, like, I haven't exactly been... I've been pretty candid about my... Like, I've been... I, I, I've been in a trap house. I've been involved with drugs. I've been involved with crime. There's been a few times where I think if I was a person of color, I would be in jail right now. Yeah, probably. Even my brother, too. Yeah, no-knock warrant, you could be dead. My, we don't have no-knock warrants in this province, but... If there was. Um, we... My brother had had run-ins with the police. He's... My brother was in jail before he died, and... You know, as a white guy, he was treated better, I think. The courts, like, gave him a chance. Yeah, but you're like, oh, poor white kid in a nice neighborhood. You can, when, like, you and he, what he was telling me, he goes to court, and there's, it's 95% native kids. Yeah. Right? And it's yeah. like, it's a problem, right? Yeah. So, I don't know what we do to solve stuff like that, because at a certain point, I also, like, I gotta, gotta uphold my libertarian, uh, like, at a certain point, you are responsible for your own life. Yes. Right? But, like, that's when we get to the, the conversation of equity versus equality. Yeah. You get what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... It's the... the for anyone listening... Looking over a fence. Yeah, right? it's, it's yeah. the analogy of, you know, a short guy and a tall guy looking over a fence trying to watch a baseball game. At equality is both short guy and tall guy got the same height... Yeah. Of a step stool. And the short guy can't look over the fence and the tall guy can't. Right. Equity is they both... Short guy gets a taller step stool. Right. They both get exactly what they need to look over the fence. Yeah. And we're both capitalists. Yeah. So we believe in equality in terms of like we have the same tools. You hustle, I hustle, you're lazy, I'm not, I win, you lose. Yes. I want equal start, not equal finish. Yes. Yeah. So equity is probably a better way to describe equal start. Yes, because I want 100%. I want equal yeah I want equal start. I want and I would argue I don't just kind of become a meme in the in the right right side of things, right politically not correct side of things like the right have made a meme they're like oh you because I the tweet I saw the other day was. Um, black woman goes to buy a house and the mortgage mortgage guy the bank guy suggests well your your family can't just give you the down payment yeah and she's like wow that's actually a common thing is that their family just give them a down payment for the house she's like the white people literally have a 300 year head start yes absolutely and that's become a meme in the right like conservative groups is like they're laughing at that but it's not wrong. Yeah, but what's kind of fun about this is neither of us have that. No, I mean, like, I didn't grow up poor. I grew you up, didn't grow my, up poor, my parents. But your parents don't have that generational head start. And not, neither do mine. Not I, just, like my parents, I'm, I'm second generation immigrant. 
I'm not, but... But your parents are not far off from where my parents were. My, yeah, my parents are both teachers, they're government but, workers. So what know. did they get from their parents in terms of wealth? Nothing. Exactly. Well, I mean, like, they, they, they Vir- didn't have... Virtually nothing. For good education. Well, public. Job, yeah, but job opportunities. Public. Sure. All public. Your parents made shit happen. They, yeah, but maybe my mother couldn't get a job if she was black in the same school right. division. Yeah, okay, fair. Yes. Excluding race. Yeah. Your parents didn't have a leg up. Uh, maybe networking-wise. Like, my, my my grandfather on my mother's side was a superintendent of schools. Maybe that helped my mother become a teacher. Like, But even if she wasn't, she probably could have still got a teacher job. Maybe, sure. So, maybe a little bit of a leg up. Not a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm... My parents immigrated. I've got no leg up in this city except for what's happened in the last 30 years. Yeah. You've got no leg up because you're not in education. Yeah. They... Yeah. My parents and I are on the better terms now. Yes. Good terms, I would even... I would dare to say. And... But when I was 18, when they kicked me out of their house... (laughs) Not good We were not on very good terms, no. But thank God our city does not put much bearing on race. No. They, because whites are the minority in this city. Uh, well, not quite. Very, mm, okay, Filipino is like uh, 30%. 16%. Okay, Chinese is like... Less than 10. 10. African is like... Less than 5. Less than 5. And then you have... Um, we have the highest concentration of Filipinos outside the Philippines is like Winnipeg. Right, so between like um, white, a lot and, of natives, obviously, um, but we yes. we're, no, we're a fucking melting pot. Like no, we're between Aboriginal, uh, between Aboriginal, African, and I'm, Filipino, and my phone's recording, but I'm a hundred percent sure white is still over fifty percent. But not by a huge amount. No, no, we're no. we're probably like not higher than sixty. Or 65. But either way, it's, it's not a dominating minority, majority. And, Which I think was awesome and growing even, up. And even of the white people that are of the dominating majority, are a lot of them are immigrants. Russian immigrants, we, Ukrainian Yeah, we immigrants. do have a lot of Ukrainian Jews. Right. We have a lot of Israel. Was um, The Was Wasp. Actually, people. yeah, honestly, yeah. when you think about it, we have a lot of Mennonites from Germany. and A ton and, of immigration. Yeah, yeah. So... Thankfully, we're in a melting pot where it's not unusual to have, like, yeah, I had a bu- I had a buddy who's from Greece. Yeah. I had a buddy who's a gypsy from Ireland. I had a buddy who's from... Gypsy's a slur, by the way. Yes, I know. But he, he called himself that since, like, I was four. I know black people call themselves the N-word as well, and I would not say that. Fair enough. Um, no, he's from Bosnia. He's a Greek from Bosnia, called That's... himself a gypsy. Yeah. Really confusing. I don't get it, any of it. Whatever. But uh, a half Russian, half Latino guy from Mexico. And yeah, just incredibly colorful. Like that was my closest group of friends. Yeah, yeah. Race didn't play into it. Yeah. We're lucky we're in Manitoba. Yeah, we're lucky. We're, we're very lucky. Yeah. Which is why we I think. We don't stress about it. Yeah, we don't even think about it, I think. Which kind of leads me to, like, up until the recording this podcast, I kept on thinking, like, okay, I'm a white guy in Manitoba, which is in 
scope of the world, probably one of the best off in terms of COVID, next to like maybe some rural province in Singapore. Yeah, we're doing okay. Yeah, we're doing really well. 300 infections, seven deaths on 1.3 million people. Right, so we're doing very, very well. Yeah. Um, police brutality, yep. I've experienced none. I had one, I, I had one run with the police and it was because I caught a fucking predator. Weren't you, you grew up not involved, you grew up a church kid that wasn't involved yes, in but crime. Yes, I caught a predator. I grew up in... I caught a predator. Yeah. He owned a security company. Yeah. But I called the cops on him because I, I caught him with a little girl in a fucking mall parking lot and called the police. Uh, they showed up, they rolled up on me because he rolled the police, he called the police first because yeah. he's a security guard. Yeah. Uh, they rolled up to me. I'm like, they're like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" I'm like, "Oh, I saw this guy with a little girl in his car." They're like, "Oh, uh, okay, take your friends home. We're gonna go talk to him." Yeah. He got arrested. Yeah. Like that was my um, experience with the police. I've had much. a lot of bad experiences with police. Um, yes. I'm sure you can elaborate by hearing me talk that I'm a little bit of a shit disturber. Um, but I also never hurt people, like. One of my biggest tenets is, like, do not steal when there's a direct victim. Yeah. I would never steal someone's bike. Yeah. Or someone's shit out of their, you know, house. Like, if I ever... Or don't don't steal a contractor's tools. When there's a direct victim. Yeah. So, I don't want to commit to anything. I don't want to confess to anything. But if I were, hypothetically, he says, looking into the camera... To ever steal, it would be from giant corporations that I know are throwing out half their fucking food at the end of the day anyway to not give it to homeless people. Yeah. So, I'm not going to say I haven't committed crimes in my life. But, like, personally, um, I've been, like, I've been roughed up by police where it shouldn't have been. Uh, my brother was was unfairly handled by police, I would say. Um, okay, can you describe that, please? When my brother got stabbed, he got robbed and stabbed uh, 11 times, and he survived. Um, I, I'm just trying to collect myself, sorry. Um, it was a traumatic... That was a traumatic time. That was the most scared I was ever, and the most... Shook I was ever until the day he died was that day when he got stabbed. First day I took off work in two years was to go to the hospital to be with him. And I have, I don't want to get, I don't want to say how or why because they shouldn't. I have a connection in the Winnipeg Police Service. And they told me that no one ever opened a file on my brother getting stabbed 11 times. He was 17 years old. Um, because my brother was was a user of drugs. Because he had PTSD from stuff that I don't want to get into. Which also was not solved. Yeah. And... What I heard them say is that they don't care about junkies killing each other. Period. And, then, and so they never opened a file. And they never thought about it. And this was a 17-year-old boy. 
who had been stabbed and almost died and left for dead. And the police said, we don't give a shit. The solve rate is insanely low. And not, and I don't know if you saw recently, they fucking found one of these protesters, one of the guys that broke a window at the Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. off of a shirt that he was wearing. They found it on Etsy. Yeah. They tracked the fucking seller and they found him. Bull fucking shit, you can't find these people. You just don't care. You just don't care. I got mugged. Yeah, I know you I gave care. the exact path because I could track my phone because he saw my phone. I tracked exactly where he was when. I gave within a three minute window of where he was standing and where. And they couldn't find him. And there was probably seven or eight cameras on that location at that time. And the detective, quote, couldn't find anything. I told him what he was wearing, what he looked like, how tall he was, within three minutes of when he was standing in that position. Quote, couldn't find him. I'm I'm guessing never looked. I'm guessing never. Well, so... Thank God, got my own fucking street justice. Stop. Right Period. There. Stop right there. That's it. He got um, found... Stop right there. Period. Stop. Um, I also had one of my friends, um, got arrested and put face down on the concrete, like, uh, like, cause he was in the car at the time. So he ripped him out of the car, put yeah. him down on the, on the street. He informed the officer that he had asthma and he needed his, cause he was obviously in distress. Yeah. He was having an asthma attack and he couldn't breathe. He informed the officer they needed his inhaler. It was in his center console. Officer him go fuck himself. Like he almost died on the road until his partner was like, uh, buddy, like, can we... Uh, his buddy, uh, the partner of the cop also, like, had asthma and, like, gave him an inhaler hit. But they were prepared to let him fucking suffocate on the, on the ground. My other friend, I won't use any details here, but they are a sex worker and they were assaulted and they called the police and they were raped by a police officer who basically said, well, sex workers, that's what they give to people. You asked for it. You asked, like, basically, I'm protecting you, so I get payment. And? And that, to my knowledge... No recourse. No, yeah, to my knowledge, that police officer is still on the force. Yeah. Just like, uh, rest in peace, rest in power, Crystal Tannen, a young girl, I think 18 years old, was driving home from whatever and was fucking T-boned by a drunk driver. She died. And that drunk driver was a police officer who was on duty, driving drunk. And every single, they had six people, six police officers that were at a party with him testify on the stand, and they all said exactly the same words like they had rehearsed it. Well, I don't recall what happened that night, and I don't recall what the officer was drinking. And he got off scot-free. Absolutely. Rest, rest in power, Crystal Tannen. And we've had, and. So this happened with not Canadian cops, with American cops, so you can, they're a little bit different, but at a, the first and only time I've had a gun pointed in my head, 
was with, uh, I was in Minneapolis, or outside of Minneapolis in Minnesota. Thanks, America. Yeah. And uh, we were on private property. Me and my friends, long story, but we were followed by a cop because it was the middle of the night. But we were on a road trip. We were heading to Michigan. We were just passing through this Minnesota town to pick somebody up. Pick one of our friends up. And uh, so this cop was following us because he thought we were suspicious or whatever, right? And we pulled in this private property. And he whips on his fucking siren. Because he's like, oh, they're breaking into private property. I don't know what he said, but, right? but he's like, oh, whatever. But as he was flicking on the siren was when my, my friend was getting out of his car in front of us. It was just like coincidence. Like he didn't see the cop because it was pitch black. So in the cop's mind, he's like, oh, God, I just threw on my lights and this guy's running. So he pulls out his fucking gun. He's like, get the fuck back in the car, get the fuck out. And we're all like, okay, like, chill the fuck out. So he calls the rest, I assume, the rest of the police department. Because it's a small town. Crosby, Minnesota. Shadow Crosby, Minnesota. Fuck you. And, like, a car shows up with, like, four cops in it. Like, they come out of the back. <laughs> like, you know. And they're inspecting all of us. There's, like, ten of us over two cars. We got the, the red Grand Marquis, the 1990 Grand Marquis. <laughs> anyway. So this cop comes up, gun in his hand. And, for the record, I've been pulled over many times by Canadian cops. Sometimes for, like... Not just speeding. Legitimate problems. Legitimate crimes. I've never had a fucking Canadian cop have their gun unholstered, unsafety in their hand. No. Never. Why? So I have this cop walk up to me. I'm in the back left-hand seat, so the back behind the driver. This police officer has their gun unholstered, unsafetyed, ready to fire. Walks up. And he taps it on my window. My window's already half rolled down. I roll it down all the way. He goes, yeah, like, can I get your ID? Stops. We're on a road trip, right? We have fucking Doritos and fucking shit all over the car. You know how, like, the back of the car has, like, a pull little bag, little little pouch? Yeah. I have a bottle of Mountain Dew in there. It's a glass bottle because it's America. Last bottle of Mountain Dew. He stops mid-sentence, looks at that bottle, and puts this pistol to my fucking head. I can feel the metal, like, on my skin. He goes, pull that bottle out right now. Fuck that bitch. Like, yeah, I can, like, I, talking about it right now, I can feel it. I had a fucking gun, like, ready to fire on my fucking skin. He goes, pull that bottle out right now. And I pull it out slowly. says Mountain Dew. He goes, okay. Takes the gun away. Fuck that bitch. What if it was beer? You gonna shoot me? Probably. I was 17. Probably would have shot you. I think, yeah, no, I was underage because I had to get my parents to sign a letter for me to be over to cross the border. Yeah. Yeah. I was underage. Yeah. He would have killed me. Maybe. Probably not, but, like, you know what I mean. But why? Why would you have the gun out? Why do you have the gun out at all? What would that solve? So... Oh, kid drank a beer? Kill him. Touched my skin. Touched my head. Right here. Sheriff? No, I don't know. It was just a cop. I don't know. Probably sheriff. Maybe, yeah. It was a small town. I don't know. Sheriff. Yeah. Probably sheriff. 
sheriff's learning about police structure in America. Yeah. Uh, fucking fascinating. They cannot coordinate them fucking selves to save their own goddamn lives. So you have city is police, county is sheriff, state is. Fuck, what is state? Statey. Uh, state patrol. You're in the stateies from the departed. You have state and then you have federal. Yeah. So you have fucking four levels. Because in that do not get along we, or, or communicate. We do have all policing the people. We do have um, sheriffs in Canada. Um, they act primarily for the court. For the courts, yeah, they're court enforcers. That's it. Yeah. In funny in the states it's though, weird. they're county. Yeah, I know. So they can act as police. I played Red Dead Redemption. Right. I know how. It's. <laughs> It's 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 truly incredible. And if anyone listening to this is like so far confused about our stance, um, we believe we're over policed. We do. Speak for yourself. You disagree? So I believe we're over policed. Okay. And like people are mostly good. People are mostly good, I You think. do not need to pull a gun on a motherfucker with a Mountain Dew bottle. Well, cops don't... They're... Okay, why are you scared as a cop? You're wearing body armor. Why are you scared? Okay, here's here's something I thought of the other day. Yeah. I spent probably a good fucking four hours of my day sitting there staring at the wall contemplating this idea. Peacekeepers. Don't, don't you have a business to run? I... Intermittently. Okay. Um... So, what are the rules of engagement of peacekeeping? Till they shoot at you, right? Yes. You can see people... You're in Afghanistan, you can see people with guns, you can't shoot. You can have buddy with an AK-47, can be standing in your face, pointing it in your face. Till they shoot, you can't engage. Till he pulls the trigger, you cannot retaliate. Because it's not your fucking country! Exactly. Yeah. Also, as a cop, how powerful would that be? If you knew that the cops could not pull the trigger until you first pulled the trigger. Because A, they have body armor. B, they usually outnumber you 7 to 1. What's uh, Brianna Taylor? Brianna Taylor? What's... Yeah. She was sleeping. Right. She was sleeping! Yeah, get fucked. Sleep and die. It's like, Pray the Lord if, you don't be, the key. if you don't want to be shot, don't break the law. Brianna Taylor was sleeping! What is well, fucking what's his name? George Floyd. Philippe Castile. He had a legally he was legally her- carrying a gun. Yeah. Permanent. Yeah. And he inf- he was at a check stop. He informed the police officer he was carrying a gun. He said, "Okay, show me your license." He goes to reach for the license. He says, "Don't reach for the gun." He said, "I'm not reaching for the gun. I'm reaching for my license." He said, "Don't reach for the fucking gun." He said, I'm not reaching for the gun, I'm reaching for the license. Cop pull, puts his gun in his fucking head. I'm not reaching for the gun, I'm reaching for my license. The girl in the passenger seat says, he's not reaching for his gun, he's reaching for the license. Cop shoots him. Sounds like a racist asshole. I think it was Fook Castile. Sorry if I'm getting these names wrong, I'm intoxicated, but... The other guy that was... He was the caretaker for a mentally challenged man. 
Mm-hmm. Cops showed up. He lay down on his stomach with his arms out on the concrete. And he was shot by police. How does it make you feel? It makes me feel like this cannot be solved. No, like feel. Not think. Feel. I'm angry. Like, I get, I get the feeling of like, I want to fucking kill somebody. But I, it's not no, my but I know that won't help, though. That's it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, think, yes, I know it won't help. Think, yes, I know I should vote. Think, yes, I should do something, say yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Feel? Yeah. Fight or flight? I want to fucking so, fight. Yeah, yeah. No, I wanna, yeah, yeah. I, I wanna, don't... I want to fucking fight. I don't disagree with you. I'm just... But that's, that's why these protests burst out of control is because... There's so much pent-up anger. There, there's fight, flight, freeze. Yeah. Freeze isn't an option. Flight, where are you going to go to? Yeah. You're in America. America is where you go to when you're in trouble. America was supposed to be the freedom. Right. So it's fight. Don't yeah. tread on me. Yeah. Don't tread on my freedom. Which don't even don't like, tread on my rights. But don't fucking you, tread on me. But you know what's great is that the right and the left can agree on... The cops have gone too far. Exactly. Which I like. Right? Love. At the end of the day... Like like an extreme extreme right group was recently credited for the murder of uh, a police officer. Yeah. This guy, like, uh, he reached... Or, like, like snuck out the back of an SUV with what they called, like, a, quote, a ghost gun. Mm-hmm. And he killed a police officer. Yeah. In a protest. Yeah. And they were blaming... Black Lives Matter and the protests, whatever. It was actually an extreme right group. Okay. Which is Trump sympathetic, but they're accelerationists trying to provoke the civil war. The next, quote, civil war. And he's like, extreme right group, this guy with this fucking skinhead with a gun. Yeah. Boogaloos. Yeah, kills a cop in a Black Lives Matter protest. Yeah. Like, what's that guy thinking? Fight I, or flight, he's going to fight for... You know, like, I just, like, I, 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 follow, I, I follow both sides of the arguments. The best I follow groups and pages of, of both sides, because I like to see all sides of an argument. And I hear a lot of, um, like, oh, George Floyd was a career criminal, he's arrested all these times. Fuck that, he wasn't a career criminal. Okay, even if he was... He did six years of dumb shit, and there's then a good, there, And there's a good post that's, hey, cops, you're not supposed to kill guilty people either. Right? That's not your fucking job. No, you're, you were not... What's that movie? Thanks for that. What movie, Tyler? <laughs> Sorry. Where... The cop, because, like, the judicial system is overwhelmed, uh, he's literally judge, jury, executioner. Judge Dredd? Dredd, yes. Judge Dredd. Dredd. Yeah. Yeah, judge you're Dredd. not fucking Dredd. You yeah. don't have the training. You spent 21 no. weeks yeah, in community yeah, college. Fucking, Shut the hell you, up. You always hear that fucking lawyers are like, yeah, we went to six, eight years of fucking school. To be a lawyer, to to inf- to understand the law, someone goes to fucking school for six weeks to fucking enforce the law. What the fuck is that about? And of those 
balls 21 it's more than six weeks. i was being hyperbolic yes out of 21 weeks probably six of those is self-defense well, and classes. i saw today i don't know if it was real but i saw today uh someone screenshotted someone's snapchat uh they were graduated six weeks early, six weeks early at the police academy because they were uh there they have uh cops are resigning so they need more cops yeah. So they're graduating these trainees six weeks early. Yeah. To become cops. Lack of recruits. And it's like a cop is allowed to overreact and kill someone when they think there's a gun. But when I have a gun in my face, if I freak out, I get killed. You know what I mean? Back, back to the peacekeeper idea. Yeah, yeah so, like. I, I get can fired fucking up, rant for a long you time. You get fired upon, you fire back. Mm-hmm. If you, quote, feel threatened, you can kill? Like, I feel mildly threatened when a guy comes in with a better suit than I'm wearing. <laughs> like, does that mean I can kill the man? Yes. Awesome. Um, so, okay, well, so here's one. I can't remember his name, and I apologize for that because I'm intoxicated. But he was, uh, um, I don't know, I, I don't know what the actual, okay, so allegedly he was uh, drunk driving, but he was in like the, a Wendy's parking lot, or a Wendy's drive through and he fell asleep in his car. Yeah. So, not a danger to anyone. Someone called the cops. Cops showed up. Obviously fucked with them, pulled them out of the car or whatever. Allegedly, what happened was he grabbed the cop's taser, tried to tase him, cop shot, shot him dead. Now, okay, yeah, he was breaking the law, whatever. But what I commented, like when I saw that article, was what kind of fucking pussy is scared of a drunk guy with a non-lethal weapon when you're wearing body armor? Yeah, no shit. You can have to hit with a taser in the you, leg or the arm. Barely, too. Right? The face, maybe. You have to get both both tongs. Both tongs, because they have to connect, right? Yeah. Both tongs on somewhere that you're not wearing Kevlar. Yeah. Which you're wearing a fucking Kevlar vest all the way down to your belt. And I guess, do American police wear Kevlar pants? I don't know. Ours don't. But I know, like, Chicago, I think they do. They wear, like, yeah. a fucking Kevlar pants. Um, I mean, you can buy it as a motorcycle rider. Literally, yeah, literally. So, but whatever. You have to get hit both tongs of this taser, drunk, on someone's like face. Within short range. Good which, luck. Which is insanely hard. Good luck, right? So, what kind of fucking pussy is this cop that you're scared for your life? And you kill him. And not, not yeah, maybe you get hurt. Yeah. Maybe get tased in the fucking face. Why is it that when you tase somebody, it's a non-lethal weapon, but when they pull it on you, it's a lethal weapon? Yeah. Why is that, huh? Yeah. Fucking box the dude. You've been in training. You've been lifting you're weights. Tear gassing, you're tear gassing fucking people. Oh, don't complain about tear gassing. That's non-lethal. But they pull a fucking tear gas on you. You're like, oh, boom, 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 boom. that's a lethal weapon. What hypocrites I'm, I'm I'm pissed off I'm sorry I'm mad so 
Willow's invited me to debate him about police brutality, and he said, you know what, we should debate... A bootlegger. About this. And he's... I'm like, why? Why? We're on the same side. We need to find somebody that would actually debate us. And he's said, like, okay, I'll find a bootlegger. And I'm like, okay, yeah, let's I find said, a bootlegger. I said we should get a bootlegger, like, pro-cop person to come also, on the podcast. Also, can you please define bootlegger? A bootlegger is someone who, like, defers to authority. Someone who... You're licking the boot of... Someone who goes too far... Of the to government. A, ...to appease authority. You you believe the government, you believe cops, you... You're licking their boots. Literally licking them. Not literally, it's a, it's a so figurative. You, so if you're a bootlicker and you want to argue... Well, no, but because I know a few on my Facebook that would probably come on this podcast... They'd be probably No, they're not smart enough. No. Like, I wouldn't fight them. You just said I'm getting angry. No, no, I wouldn't even get angry. No, they would get angry. Yeah, they would get... But they wouldn't have good arguments. That's the problem. Is like, when I... I would be good content. Even the smartest guy I know resorted to saying, what de- Do you support Antifa? What degree of fascism well, are you a I'd, part of? Well, and then I'd be like, no. Like, there wouldn't be a good argument. Like, these people are... They don't have an argument. They're just like... They have, are you this or that? If you're not that, then you're not real. Well, and they're hypocrites, right? Yeah. Because when Hong Kong does a rebellion against their government, yeah. they're in the right. Yes. But when America does it, they're wrong. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about, right? The same people that are offended by gay cartoon characters, why are you sexualizing gay cartoon characters, are also offended when they take away the gun from Elmer Fudd. Why would you be offended by cartoons? Who cares? Who cares if he's killing... Whatever, it doesn't matter. These people are hypocrites and they don't think about it. Don't think. They're like... Challenge know. us. Fucking fight me, bro. And I, and I don't want to debate them because I, I won't get anywhere. No. They'll just repeat no, the not. same thing. And then they'll be like, oh yeah, George Soros fucking pays you to say that. Like, So neither of us engage in political debates publicly, or sorry, online. Because of that. Well, and right. I, I always fuck Except with, for... I fuck with people. The occasional fuck with a guy. No, I always like debate somebody for like a couple minutes while I'm like yeah. waiting for a meeting. I show up yeah, for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always show up 15 minutes early to And then meetings. like, it's, it's, it's a thrill, right? No, I'm bored. Yeah. It's fun, though. No, and then I, I turn off notifications on Facebook. Yeah, you ghost them. And I go to my fucking meeting, and they're responding. <laughs> like, and I'm... They're invested. Like, tell me! Tell me about this fucking... I'm like, man, I got a meeting. I don't, like, I don't care. I literally don't care. It's just a... It's just a exercise my brain. Keep it going, right? But... I haven't found a person that can keep up with us intellectually... Okay, Ben Shapiro of the right. I would love to debate Ben Shapiro. I just want to hang out with a guy. Ben Shapiro, like Tim Pool, like people like that that are like farther right wing than me. Would you feel threatened by him? I don't think so. No. Ben Shapiro's fucking. Five I'd be like six. anything I would say that I believe in. I'd be like, yeah, this, this, and this, and this, and this, and he would give like a no. twenty point rebuttal. I'd be I like. Would... That was really impressive. Dude, I, let me let me let me take I, some notes I and research don't that. Agree with Ben Shapiro on a lot of stuff, but I like the way 
he can come up with arguments. And he actually lives what he believes. I yeah yes yeah he's a faithful Jewish man. He isn't. He's integral. Yeah, I don't believe him on abortion, on trans people, on gay marriage, on anything like that. Anything like that. But a lot of his, his the thought process, I at least respect. He's lo- it's logical progression. Yeah. Through facts. I would love to debate someone like Ben Shapiro. But a lot of the people that I talk to are just like just repeating the same fucking garbage that they hear. When it's like, like, you, you reach a breaking point? When it's like Obama bad, Trump good. Or the other way around. When it's like, but we've both presidents, yeah, or the other way around. And you're like, both of them drop drone strikes on fucking Yemen children. So, so here's, let me tie this together. You're like, Trump good, Obama bad. What happens when you say Trump bad, Obama bad? Yeah, it changes. Short circuit. They're like, ah! Fall over. So, uh, shout out, uh, what's her name? Joe, Joe Hansen or something, the libertarian candidate for America now. For uh, she, America? Like all of America? Well, yeah, she's the federal Ameri- uh, libertarian candidate. Okay. She just got Joe. Joe elected. Hansen? Joe. I don't know what the last name is. Let's say it. It's another J. I think okay. it's Joe Johansson. All right. Joe, something with that. Find it, prove it, send it. Libertarian. Google Libertarian Joe. Shout out her. Um, she's killing it. She was... She's not killing it, but she's killing it. Well, no, uh, the last election, um, American presidential election with Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, had the largest third-party support ever in history at, like, 5% or something. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Let's keep fucking going! Burn it down, baby. Dude, Canada, we don't have a major, we don't have a two-party system. We have a five-party, or we have as many parties as you want. But, but currently. Uh, you have to have four seats in our... We have 300... Oh, God. 330 seats? A lot. We have 330 seats. You need, uh, you need I don't four know to be an official party. You have to, be four, you have to have four seats to be an actual party. And, in, and being an actual party, you can be represented in debates. Yeah, so you can go to these debates. Whatever. Yeah. So we have, like, six parties that are... Active. That are active and... On the stage. Yeah. In conversation. Yeah, because we have... And then... Bloc Québécois. Libertarian. Or liberal. Libertarian is not... Fuck, I wish. Liberal. Conservative. Mm -hmm. NDP. Mm -hmm. And green. Green. Yeah. So the the NDP is like the farthest left. Then we have the liberals a little bit less left. The green is like a weird kind of middle... Kind of centrist. Well, they're... Centrist. They're libertarian policies but they're like far left when it comes to uh environmental stuff obviously uh, and then we have conservative which is conservative far right or not far right um centrist right even canada is like it's center right our far right is center and yeah. uh bloc quebecois is a uh, quebec centrist or uh, quebec separatist separatist party. which is not even we don't we don't have any extreme right but, uh they're far right or not far bloc? right but no, the block is as right as conservative. But they're not going to hurt anybody if they're far. No. Like, well, even our last conservative, our last uh, 
Republican, in quotations, or last, like, right prime minister was still like, oh, yeah, gay people, that's cool. Abortion, that's cool. Whatever. Like, Stephen Stephen Harper was like, I'm not going to fuck with that shit. Why? Let's just support Israel. It's already happened. Let's just support Israel and do a bunch of other stupid shit. (laughs) Like, whatever. Like, I love this country that we're in. I, I, wa- I watch America out of, like, morbid curiosity. It's not our responsibility. We don't have any voting rights there. I'm happy... But if if I can change 50 votes... Yeah. 100 votes... By talking. Just by speaking about the fact that... Like, you don't <clears throat> have to choose... This is an election year. Right. In America. You don't have to choose... Who do you want to win? Donald Trump or Joseph Biden? I liked. See, this is something that Joe Joe Johansson. I don't know what her name is. Joe the Libertarian. Yeah. See, this is something that a fucking simp couldn't understand. Is you could. I I supported Trump through uh, 2019. Did you really? Yeah, because in Cleveland, for the black population, for the lower class population in these industrial cities, mm-hmm. were profiting. Hugely. I saw... Muchly? Muchly. I saw, I think, at least a dozen new high schools being put up, built, funded. New programs. There was more manufacturing jobs. In general, stronger economy for that part of the country. And it, I, I was super supportive of it. I mean, even though it was a democratic state, I was pretty happy about it because we saw the positive effects of what Trump was doing. And, you know, it's like, it's kind of like a, a cautionary tolerance of his policies. And he's like, he's not hurting anybody, but it's, it's, it's working so far. But come January, everybody knows what happens. Massively bubbled COVID. And along comes what we have today. Exactly. I so, agree with that. Yes. Thank you. I don't know. I've lost faith simply because it went from kind of like a non-offensive position to, okay, now he's like actually opposed to these things. Now he's like actually tear gassing people to take photos. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess like... I, I can't... I can't can't fucking support that guy anymore because like I don't know if it's kind of like an a perceptive thing of all the different medias that I've listened to on how he's running the White House. Yeah. If you burn people like that so quickly, people that are passionate about their jobs, whether left or right, and you burn through them and they quit and they have to leave or they get fired. Like, you're doing something that is so selfish yeah. and disruptive. If you cannot get along with anyone, that's that's a bad sign. Like, you can... Anybody anybody can identify when there's poison in the water. Yeah. And I just kind of have this gut feeling that this guy is, like, running things for his own self-preservation. Yeah. And if... Like, Which, like, wouldn't you as president? No. Okay, maybe I would. I would fucking kill myself for the greater good. <laughs> yeah, fair. I would kill myself. Or not take the position in the first place. No, exactly. I would yeah. kill myself for the greater good. Yeah. 
And I don't. I think he's all about self-preservation, and he is doing anything it takes to stay in power, good or bad. Do you think he's gonna win again, Trump? It's a, it's a fucking fifty. I think he's gonna win again. It's he'll likely win again. I'm putting it right here. He's gonna win again. He'll probably win again. But as I said to this man, fucking Biden's a fucking Clinton. Yeah. He's an establishment Democrat. Don't run him. Run somebody else. Ugh. Tulsi! Tulsi 2020! Yeah, as... He'll win, but it won't mean anything. He's gonna win. He won't mean it. It won't mean anything. Because, like, how many presidents, as, like, as the incumbent, yeah. have not won re-election? A lot of them win. It's, like, four. Yeah, a lot of them win. Four presidents have not won re-election. Yeah, a lot If of he them wins, win. it'll mean nothing. If yeah. he doesn't, it'll be significant. Do we care? Literally speaking, no. Literally speaking, no. Do you think it affects your day-to-day? No. Do you think the Prime Minister of Canada affects your day-to-day? No. No, me neither. I don't think. If he did, either way, I'd deal with it. I was surprised Justin Trudeau won this year. This time, the second time. After all these fucking controversies... SNC Lavin, he literally got convicted of like bribe, like using government like funds. He's, he's not good with his friends and like. But he's been handling COVID well. Giving people money isn't handling COVID well, but okay. No, I mean like he's been for voters. Though. He's been like quote unquote presidential. We're f- he's yeah. he's calmed the people. He's been okay. He's been crazy, no one's talking but... about Canada, right? Yeah, he's. He's passed the test. Yeah. Doing okay. Mm-hmm. Fucking sorry, Trump. I I I cannot stomach supporting. I still love you, Trump. I think it's exactly what America deserves. <laughs> exactly what it got. Yeah, no shit. So we usually start to wrap up the podcast after we've both gone to the bathroom for the first time <laughs> we realize that that's like when we're starting to taper starting off. to feel it and starting to taper off so I think we're going to kind of round up uh, our thoughts I wanted this to kind of start talking about uh, police brutality and stuff like that and then like do the bulk of the podcast talking about uh, business but we just fucking went right in <laughs> to uh, we're not happy we're not happy with what's going on so um yeah I, I don't know man like at the end of the day like um let's let's give some like practical advice in periods of instability like I'm mad right I'm mad I got like there's shit that's going on that I don't like how do I support that while still getting up every morning and doing my job and, and working on my business and, like, working like that? Well, first of all, run your fucking business. Yeah, I would say, like, one of the best pieces of advice is, like, become successful, right? Yeah. And tell them to fuck themselves. Join the boys club because you're rich. And they're like, uh, and you're like, aha, Black Lives Matter, you fucking ingrates. And they're like, uh, how did you get in this golf club? And you're like, haha, I'm rich. Like, sold a lot of booze. I sold wine to 17 people today. 
therefore I can get on this golf club. Realistically, do whatever you can. Because whoever of you is entrepreneurs, you probably understand what you're going to do. Yeah. Those of you who are not, use your voice. Use your time. Or support people that are using their voice, right? Right. Sign petitions. Or don't oppose. Don't create noise. Don't create static. Yeah. Yeah. Static is just as dangerous as an enemy. Yeah. So don't create static. Don't make it about you. Um, neither of us have made any personal posts, made any personal statements. We just repost stuff, say nothing, say a little. And I posted the black square, but I did it without the Black Eyes Matter hashtags. Yeah. Because they were saying how that was like bogging down information that you needed. Yep. But I'm also like I I'm not pretending, and I don't I don't want a virtual si- virtue signal and be like I'm learning so I'm staying silent. I don't fucking care. But I also don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I want to be an ally on a lot of different things. Because at the end of the day, the thing that I will die for, the hill that I will die on, is that you should be able to do whatever you want. If you're not hurting anybody else, regardless of period, who, regardless of who you are, look what you look like, what you believe in, what your sex is, who you fuck, who you don't. Period. period. That's that's the, no exceptions. There's no buts. No. If you do something without hurting somebody else, you're allowed to do it. Period. That's it. Including buying skills and sleeping. Hmm. <laughs> Go figure. So that, includes every, that includes everything sexuality and race and whatever else yeah we can't even we don't, we don't even time to dig into these bills against trans people don't think about it fuck like yeah I don't want to get yeah I don't want to get into it because I don't like everyone chooses to be able to do whatever the fuck they want and if you don't get this by now why are we even talking about trans people why are we even talking about gay people? Stop. Like, like just, why, why is it, get why are we, on why are we, get out, why are we even talking about it? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Why are we, what are we, what are we saying? Like, I don't know, whatever. Nothing of value. Nothing of value, yeah. Because at the end of the day, I get up every single morning. We're drunk. It's like one in the morning. We gotta get up in like four hours to golf you're going golfing I gotta fucking work I don't know how to golf but we're doing this for you <laughs> um we'll probably call it there eh? yeah um my name is Willows W-I-L-L-O-W-S like the trees uh vote Willows V-O-T-E Willows on everything Instagram Snapchat on all the things Facebook Twitter or whatever. Um, this is my my co-host. Uh, his name is Tyler Bergen underscore the builder. Tyler the builder. I think. I'm not too familiar with my hashtags, but I build things. I don't like things. And thank you for listening to our rants because we're mad, and you're mad. It, yeah, if you're mad, just be mad. Just fucking be mad. 
rip up that ballot. No, don't rip it. Fucking destroy it and submit it. If you're Fo- no, here's what I'll say. Focus your anger on yourself. Yes. So? You can... It's like Mad Libs. You can get... You can build... A following. Sure. Whatever, man. Like, hey, here... Fucking man. Fight the power! Fight the powers that be. Like, when I'm... Fight the power! We have a minuscule following. We have, like... I think I think we did pass 20 viewers. 20 That's a listeners. lot more people than they talk to on a database. That's more than... Yeah, words. I love every single one of you. Uh, I'll say this again. If you're listening right now to the end of the podcast, thank you for coming by. Uh, please comment on wherever you're listening. Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, whatever. Please comment where you're listening from. Even if it's how shitty your audio is. If your comment is your audio is shitty, just please tell me where you're commenting from. And like, thank you, honestly, for listening. Um, but we have a minuscule following. I'm telling you guys, just let people fucking do shit that they want to without hurting people. And let's stop shooting black and native people. <laughs> and let's fucking right. Um, Why yeah. do you even say this? Alcohol be on this point. As soon as I remember the Instagram podcast. password, and uh, alcohol be on this point podcast on Facebook. Uh, alcohol be on this point on uh, Spotify. Um, thanks for listening. Like I really appreciate it. And uh, let's all do. And that's why we drink. <laughs> she pulls it off, doesn't even stop. <laughs>